welcome to the One Pan Podcast. I'm John, and as far as it... Shut the fuck up! <laughs> and seems I'm still Bryce. And tonight, we'll be making... Mexican casserole pizza! Wait. No, it's okay. The The gist of Mexican food is it's really just like six ingredients. Corn, cheese, uh, beans, uh, beans, what else? What? Beans? Beans? My beans. Some kind of pork? product uh some some kind of meat maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily cheese but in the states it's it's in the states it's mostly it's cheese. mostly cheese you just take a couple of ingredients you just kind of rearrange them so it's a piece of casserole casserole pizza uh-huh it fits deep dish garbage is about what it's supposed to be it's made uh, in a pie tin <laughs> it's made in a pie tin hi everybody welcome this is gonna be weird oh lord this recipe comes from temeculablogs.com but that's not the website when you go to TemeculaBlogs.com, it's the typical mom surviving and thriving with kids. Weird nope. flex, but okay. Nope. Yeah, weird, weird flex, but go off, I guess. So, I don't even know where to begin with this recipe. Uh, the, well, the, well, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is it? What is the gist of it? The gist is you layer tortillas in a pie tin and, and, and you, uh, just, I, I'm so sad thinking about this. I can't even. I just feel my soul slowly escaping my body as I'm trying to explain this horrendous amalgamation of edibles, edibles of 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 cultures mishmashing. So so it's it's so there's the Mexican part of it, right? Sure, which is ground beef, cheese, tortillas, tortillas. Oh, also the salsa. Salsa. Uh, salsa. Yeah, there's okay. a little salsa verde, but, green chilies, sour cream. Right. It's also built like lasagna. Yes, because it's so a little, layered. A little nod to Italy. A little nod. A little nod. Like, we also speak the Romance language. Right, right. And then it's also kind of the same as a deep dish pizza. Uh-huh. So there's a little pat Chicago. on the head for yeah. Chicago. Chicago. Da bears. Da bears. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we're going to be My doing. name's Julius Pepperwood. I'm from Chicago. Thin crust pizza? No thanks. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. I'm from Chicago. That's my favorite joke in that show, New Girl. Do you watch that show? No. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Her and her my, big raccoon eyes. Here's my thing with Zoe Deschanel. Uh-huh. She's like all those annoying girls in, in college and high school who had bangs and were like, I'm interesting because I'm quirky. And I'm not saying they aren't interesting or they aren't quirky, but I wasn't interested. <laughs> Just, no quirks for me. That's, no quirks no, for you. No, you're the you're the quirk Nazi. Is that no, how that goes? No, <laughs> no quirks for you. Oh man. You can. Here's the thing. You can be quirky. It's okay to be quirky, but don't make your quirkiness. Wait, did you say quirky? Quirky, quirky. Quirky Romano. Quirky. I remember that television. Oh, that was on a TV show. That was a. It was a movie. It was an SNL skit turned into a movie. <laughs> and as we've all learned, that goes. Poorly. Horribly goes, wrong. Have any Most of, them of the time. survived? Yes. Uh, Night at the Roxbury is still very good. Uh, yeah, okay. That one transcended. Uh-huh. I agree. It did. And then uh, Wayne's World, the first one, because the second one. Yes, is, Wayne's World. Yes, okay. There's, that one's fair. Yep, That's fair. Yep, because I have it on VHS and I watch it at the shop occasionally. It's good. It's still so good. Which is funny because you think about, I think about Mike Myers as having not transcended. Like, uh, yeah. Wayne's World aged. Mike Myers did not. He did Shrek, and that's as good as it gets. And yeah, imagine if Shrek was your peak. Smash Mouth does, <laughs> which is ridiculous to think because uh, did you know this? And I only really, le- really recently learned this. 
not Seth MacFarlane. Ooh, that'd be great. Seth MacFarlane as Shrek would be amazing. <laughs> and donkey. <laughs> if Shrek was not Scottish. Wait, what? Is Shrek but a- New England. Yeah, yeah. He's New England. It'd be the- he's just a crotchety New England man. Uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not my swamp. It's my porch. My porch. Oh, God. That's just. Um, no, no. It's uh, uh, Chris Chris Farley. Make uh, you can sort of how I how how I see how I made the McFarlane Farley yeah. that that leap that yeah. jump that's what happens with brain damage. Um, Chris Farley was originally slated to play Shrek. Yes, he was. And he there's like sixty percent of the dialogue is recorded. I've watched YouTube videos of it where he's. I live in a van down by the river, and it's just <laughs> Wait, that's what we were gonna get. Yes! So he wasn't it's originally so <laughs> he wasn't originally conceived as a Scottish character. No! Mike Myers just brought that with him. Yeah, Mike Myers took Fat Bastard from Austin Powers and was like, "Uh, sure, this is what ogres sound like. Get in my belly." Uh, oh, remember that? Remember when we all used to say that? Yeah, eight being eight was great. Being eight, was being eight was great. <laughs> yeah, I think that's when that came out. I think so. I don't remember. I just remember not being allowed to watch it because right. it was very raunchy and right. stuff like that. And then, but you, they make what a uh, couple penis pump jokes, and at the end she covers her like uh, she covers her breasts with melons, and it's like a it's like a visual gag or something right. like that. Right. With uh, which I I really like that it brought the joke to its uh, final conclusion because in every Bond movie there's always a little bit of that there's always a little uh-huh. bit of are we gonna get to it's a Bond movie it's no, a you little don't. you don't titillating oh Jesus <laughs> yeah dad yeah. jokes for the win all right what are we doing we're so the, uh, we're grounding the beef we're grounding grounding Grounding, browning the ground beef. Yes, that's the word. You're good. That's I awesome. was grounding to use. Matt groaning. The... Matt graining. <laughs> We're Matt graining the Is beef. Is it graining turning... or groaning? I thought it was. Gra- I was. I okay. I thought it was groaning for the longest time, but I have heard many a time that it's Matt. Graining. And I feel it's, like it's a big joke, and and you're being goofed. I, I feel like it is. If it is, it's, it's, that would you're be the, the thing. One. I would be the one who's being <laughs> fucking goofed because they go that idiot in Utah. We're just gonna make fun of him. Um, it's it's like how uh, German words are Liebe, right? To love in German is L I E. You say the E. Versus if it was L E I, you say Liebe. The more you know. Okay, so we're grounding, um, browning the beef. We're going to get back to that. We're browning the beef beef. first. It's about a pound of ground beef, which, interestingly, the recipe has no seasoning in it whatsoever, which makes me think that would be a ridiculous blend. So we're going to spast it up, both literally and figuratively, by adding... Some onion powder, some cumin. That's it, really. That's all we're really... Pepper. Oh, salt pepper, yeah. Yeah, the basics stuff. That's probably a little too... Coriander. Nutmeg. No. Newt's egg. No. <laughs> Newt's egg. Uh, isn't that uh, Newt's? Isn't that the currency in in Harry Potter? Oh wait, we know all, we all know how you feel about Harry Potter. Yeah, no, I don't know. All I know is there's some weird guy named Dobby that everyone's weirdly attached to, and yeah. I'm not. I'm not. So the the ending of the so the last book broken into two movies. Please, anyone, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't care, but got please it. correct me. I think you got it. Um, the end of that one, the sort of the climax to be, to like uh, get you, 
to, to sort of be like, ah, you got to see the next movie, <laughs> was him dying, and I was pretty much unfazed. I was like, ah, he contributed so little, ah. and now he's gone. Whatever. <laughs> I can hear everybody so angry, probably. It's good. But you should smell the rabbit. It smells great, though. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so, dishes. Dishes? Do we have dishes from this we week? We should do the dishes. We should do the we dishes. We should do the dishes. Um, last time we did the dishes kind of the whole time. Yeah, we did. So, uh, dishes, dishes, dishes. Dishes, doing the dishes the whole time. They're, they're, they're about as fun as they as in real life. Uh, what do we got? I don't really remember. So Did anybody cover? Did anybody tweet us at Jessica Beals uh, what their favorite movie was? Did anybody talk about the Phantom Tollbooth? I'm not really sure. Um, we covered GameStop, which is we probably even bastardized it on top of doing the dishes we did it worse yeah. but it's fine i mean y'all have access to wikipedia you can look it up too god right, right. No, no no at some point we were talking about like time travel and try time time bubbles and like uh-huh. what was that what was that i don't we know can, we can edit this so we don't sound so dumb <laughs> we could but and i could go back and listen to what we were talking about but no but anyways so Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. And his uh, okay. spray-on shoes. Spray-on shoes. And how okay. the spray-on shoes... Oh, does it trap does them they, in time? Does it trap okay. them in time? Because otherwise, the, does the nails horrendously grow? So. Do they get, like, mangled up inside because they have right. nowhere to go? Or do they weirdly penetrate the spray-on shoeness? And then you have... He's got, like, claws... That he trims and stuff like that. And then you mentioned Star Trek, and we never went anywhere That's with fine. that. That's fine. We're coming back to it now. Come back to it now. Yeah. So Star Trek, they had uh, one of the bottle episodes. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Bottle episodes? It's self-contained. Where, they get, like, where they're kind of in one set. Yeah, sure. The, some emergency ha- Yeah, some emergency happens, and they're like, oh, we only have to be here. And then I went off on sliders <laughs> right, right, for 45 no minutes. No worries. <laughs> sliders is great. It's worth going that way. Uh, I, I fully remember the uh, penicillin episode where they got transported... To another world, but a similar Earth-like thing. And they were like, ah, it's 1990 for us. And we die from easy bullshit because we haven't figured out penicillin. And John Reese Davies shows up and he's like, I made some mold. Here's some penicillin. We've, <laughs> we've irrevocably changed this world. And I was like, oh, this shit's so real. <laughs> when I was a little kid, all right? Anyways, oh, that's Gim- why sliders is worth talking about. Oh, that's great. Because I just like the idea that Gimli was, uh, wait, Marie Curie? Nope. Um, Pierre LeFou? Nope. I don't know. Dishes next time. There we go. Let's figure it out. Uh, we'll do the dishes on who invented penicillin. David Hasselhoff. Maybe. I don't think so. Oh, I doubt it. Isn't he in Knight Rider? No, but yes. we're doing dishes on that one. Is he? Yeah. No, that's... David Hasselhoff, yes he is. I thought it was MacGyver. Nope. That is a whole different show. That is a whole different show. Wow. It's okay. I never watched either of those either. I just... Oh, the only thing I know David Hasselhoff is in is in the Spongebob movie. Baywatch. Oh. <laughs> That that too. Baywatch. Well, that's what I mean. He was he's he's his Baywatch character in the SpongeBob oh, yes. movie. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, so if you want to know what might be happening inside those those shoes, the the Clyde with a chance of meatballs. Yes, shoes. yes. Let's get so there. So in in the Star Trek bottle episode, they're mm-hmm. like leaving a conference. I think it was Picard, Troy, and Jordy LaForge. I don't know. Good old Jordy. Other. Star Trek name. Other Star Trek name. I don't, guy. I'm not a. It's next generation. I've okay. watched TNG twice. I've so seen three ep- like three episodes. It's worth watching. Also, uh, pro tip: you can find the uh, what are the best episodes across the six seven seasons, so then you can catch the best story arcs. Because there's a lot of filler. There's a lot of like sure. one off episodes and a lot of really cringy. 
episodes that just haven't aged well but there's a lot that really have and so you can get age better than track right you you can get the best of and the gist of Mm -hmm. star trek the next generation in really only like 43 episodes instead of all 160 which i did (laughs) maybe four or five years ago and people talk about that series like it's always been great the whole time no the first three seasons were a goddamn struggle (laughs) i remember watching the first episode with q and i was like this is this is funky this is very what do you say fucky that's fucky yeah it's It's sort of like uh, i don't understand what's going on it's not right in the wrong way it's not right in the wrong way it's very not why is this all powerful being with a single letter Formerly known, he's the uh, there was just the no context for being it. formerly known as right? Prince or whatever. It, it takes like three episodes with Q. Mm-hmm. They kind of get one per season. Remember, I said the first three seasons are <laughs> having trouble. Anyways, just saying, there's the, there's a pattern when you watch the whole series. Mm-hmm. Oh, that light went out. Um, <laughs> I just noticed. It's okay. It's weird. New house. Or not to new house to us, and everything's kind of going out all at the same time. Nice. It's a little spooky. That's like uh, uh, have you ever seen the Money Pit with Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. Oh, it's such a beautiful yeah. film. Yeah, it's, like it's he, just it all like falls apart ridiculously. But like when Spoiler, he goes there, uh, right when he gets the uh, when he goes with a real estate agent to the house, everything is fine. Everything is fine, and then he buys it. And then it all goes to shit. Like, I yeah. feel like this is how this is. You guys were like tricked into buying this home. I mean, and you're like, damn it, the lights are. I mean, it's not like there's no the stairs haven't fallen off, which has been yes. great. Yes, but you've told me about how like wait this doesn't wait this stopped working. No, this stopped working. Damn it, it's all it's all minor shit. Yeah, it's all minor shit, which is fine. Just it's mildly all fixable, annoying. but yeah. it's just like. How worried should I be? <laughs> it's not too old. Like I, from what they say is, that once you get to about a thirty-year-old house, mm-hmm. um, that's when shit can just be like, and I'm broke. Like <laughs> it could be working just fine. Someone could look at it and say, this will last until the apocalypse. <laughs> but then just suddenly it'll just be like, seven seconds. Oh, I remember what I'm on. Seven, seven seconds just, later. Oh, peace out. Yeah. Uh, all right, you've mixed the. Uh, I put in the cream of mushroom. Yeah. Which I don't like the idea of. Cream okay, of mushroom. so this is the other thing too. This is the part that I go. This is a very white people recipe because. I, is cream of mushroom a Hispanic thing? Don't think no, so. No, I kind of want to say no. kind of want to say cream of mushroom is not. He's got the ground beef. He's mixing the cream of mushroom. We'll mix uh, the salsa in there, too. Coming right up. Um, and then we will layer tortilla, layer a third of the meat, salsa, cream mixture, cheese, another tortilla, and then repeat the process a couple of times until the pie pan is full. Throw it in the oven for 400, and then uh, I don't know, 30 minutes later or something like yeah. that. When, when the top looks crispy. When the top looks it's crispy. It's fully cooked. Which is inter- again, which is like, why does it take? We just need a damn. We need a broiler. That's what we need because this is not what we're not cooking the stuff. Everything's being cooked. Right. I mean, we're melting the cheese. Yep. I guess. The idea is is that you okay once this is all done. You'll be able to cut it and have like deep dish casserole pizza slices. God, this recipe is a fucking nightmare. Who thought this? Okay, listen, the typical mom. I don't, I, I don't know what you were doing here. I don't know what you were going after, but you're just, you're just offending everyone all around. I'm not, I'm not happy with this. This looks like a mushy mess of weirdness and everything because it's supposed to be thick enough. The after photos on the website make it seem as as if you like cut a slice, it will be perfectly intact. 
right? Not like it's dripping out the sides or things and stuff like that. So I don't know what this is going to be. I'm, I'm confident. I am confident. Yeah. So, so, I mean, smell that. Okay. That's not bad. That smells pretty good. The so, ground beef. The, you, did you do cumin and the onions and stuff? Cumin and the onions in okay, there. Okay, that's good stuff. I loved your what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the best of or the gist of? I like that as a as like a uh, as a good metric for measuring things. Now we should get the best of something and the gist of something. You were talking. You were talking about the okay. So you were talking about the episodes of the Star Trek, right? You're like all hundred oh. and, um, something, and you can go on websites and get like the best of or the gist of, and. I think, <laughs> I think that's our new blog, the best over the gist of, best and it's over the gist it's of. it's the it's the way to go. It's a way to look at something and to to mechanically break it down and go like, okay, you break down the best of something, right? So you have like a giant series like Simpsons with an insane amount of episodes that no human should watch all of those episodes. Yeah, so then you go the they do the best of articles, right? And they're like, oh, you need to watch us, you know, Treehouse of Horror, uh, two, three, five, ten, fifteen, or something like that. You watch uh the episode where Homer goes to the clown college and Marge does uh, Streetcar Named Desire or stuff like that. Lisa becomes the the what, what beauty Maggie? pageant queen. Maggie goes to the Ayn Randian uh, the school or something like that, whatever it was, and then does a thing. Oh, you're ladling the... The chunky bits. Yeah, you're ladling the... The, the ulcer bits. <laughs> the ulcer-inducing bits. Yeah. Um, making a fucking mess. No, it's it's salsa is its own thing. Salsa is its own fucking giant mess. Yeah, well, when you're not a bitch about salsa, it's real easy. You just eat it. But yeah, sure. Like, I like it kind of, but not always. <laughs> is that huge? You doing an impression of you? Oh, oh, it's me doing an impression of my sh- of the shitty side of me. <laughs> the shitty side of you. <laughs> oh, that's good. And then, okay, the the best of, right? And then you get the gist of, so that you're like, ah, I want to feel like I'm included on the rest yeah. of the stuff, but I don't have the wherewithal to sit through a thousand hours of nonsense. So but, you get yeah. the, so you get like uh, tweet descriptions of all the rest of the episodes. Well, it's like, uh, so I'm a big fan of the animes, right? Ah. And uh, there's one anime called One Piece. It's a pirate themed anime, uh-huh. but it has like 980 episodes at oh, yeah. this point. Yeah. Or sorry, it has 980 chapters. I'm not sure if that I... translates into episodes, but there's a lot of episodes a lot to of watch. Episodes. Okay. I only have so much time in a day. Uh huh. In my life, actually. In my life. So I'm kind of, I'm waiting for the series to sure, end. Sure, for whom the bell tolls. Right, right. And then I'll, I'll see what is the, which ones were the filler episodes and which one weren't. Because everyone knows about Dragon Ball Z, right? Oh yeah, we got fucked with Dragon Ball Z. Okay, Dragon Ball Z had uh, about 270 episodes. Was one of the most well, is one of the most well-known animes across right. the world by, is it, it's Akira Toriyama? Akira Toriyama. Anyways, fantastic art direction and everything and stuff like that. It really set the precedent for anime. anime in America and stuff like that, especially right. when it was like adopted by Toonami when we were kids on Cartoon Network, which was awesome. Every day after school, watch that nonsense. Right. Oh my god, <laughs> that reminds me. I remember. Um, I think it was it was the episode where Goku first fought with Frieza that I was on the phone with my friend talking about talking it? at the episode, watching it together like it was a. <laughs> Like we were at a slumber party. Uh-huh. I felt like one of those, like a, uh, like the commercials with the little girls when they like, um, oh he's so cute. Whatever uh, they're talking, like wait, they're talking about boy bands like, or something. Go, go. Like, yeah. 
I remember that. I was talking with this kid. His name was Seth. And we were just like, oh, look at him. He looks so awesome. And I'm like, this is the episode where he goes Super Saiyan. And I just remembered. Right. I just remember watching the episode with him on the phone together. Like, and then it just was so meta. Like boyfriends. Like boyfriends. <laughs> it was adorable. It was the funniest thing. And oh, I didn't salt and pepper this. You know what? Fuck it. It's it really... doesn't say to salt and pepper. No, and that's the okay. That's the other part of the recipe is there's a lot of lacking with it. The fact that we even put the cumin and we put the onion we've powder already, in, we're pushing. already increasing the viability of this recipe because it feels so utterly let down. All right, dog. You want some cheese? Here's some cheese. There you go. Just now. Now are you happy? Now get out from our feet so we don't stomp on yeah, you. Yeah, come on, Sandor. We love you, but um, don't want to squirsh you. So 270 episodes. Okay. Yeah. So then that's a lot of fucking episodes. Yeah, but then like 80 of them are nothing. 80 so of them are just... Literally. Ah, so at some screaming point, at some powering point, up. They decided to come out with Dragon Ball Z Kai. It was sort of like an update to it. You mm-hmm. know, everyone's doing remasters and all that. Sure. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with us revisiting stuff we used to love and and giving it a little edge to still be lovable. Except right? for Star Wars. What? Don't you ruin my classics. What? George Lucas. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I, sh- I should say, I don't mind coming back to and improve or and sure. remastering something, not changing shit because you're like, nah, I changed my mind. Ah, CGI. I heard a theory once, and uh, by mean, I heard a theory, I mean, I came up with a theory. I think we only got, I think we only got. <laughs> That's how I'm going to do it from now on. I heard a theory in my own head. In my own head. But the only reason why George Lucas made the uh, uh, prequels was because he finally got licensing rights back for toys and shit. Oh, wait. He got them back? Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Okay, well. Verify. Just, I, okay, because that, okay, we're going to have to do the But he got them back that. in like 95 or 96. Okay, close. Well, then he started making the movies, came out in 99. Interesting. Okay, that's, I've never heard that because my understanding was this Fox had so little faith in the franchise of Star Wars that initially they granted him the total yeah. merchandising rights. Right. They were just like, this, is, this isn't going to This go is going to be dumb. So, yeah, sure, so whatever you have it. They thought nothing. And then they got fucked because it, like, blew up and became a religion. Right. Right. Okay. Um, Anyways. So, he, when did he lose the rights then? Um, I think it was, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. I was watching a Netflix documentary where they were kind of going over it. And uh, I was like, because there's no way you pay for Jedi Ranch, Starwalker right. Ranch, without having. Is it Starwalker Skywalker Ranch? Skywalker Ranch. There we go. I don't want to do the dishes on that either. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I go down to Star Wars, we're already down a TNG rabbit hole that we haven't finished yet. Right, we'll get there. I don't want to talk about a Star Wars. Let's not go there anyway. Oh, Ugh, it's Luke. A, it's a chunky bit. Lucas. Chunky bits. Okay, what are we? We're three layers in. So that is the third one, so I'm just going to put cheese on top of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't put another tortilla to top I, it No, yeah. I don't just, think we... Just cheese we've, on top just, like a pizza. Just cheese on top like a pizza. I, I don't think there's another layer. Okay. I think oh, the I cheese will be a good glue. I'm going to say the worst word. It's going to be so moist. moist. I won't say it again. I know. It's like a trigger for like a thousand people. I, I have a ton of friends who are like, that's the word that they can't hear out loud. So I've said it one time and I refuse to say it again because there's another word that I always use together to torment those other people, <laughs> which is ointment. Really? <laughs> and you put those two words together really? and it just, yeah, there's a lot of, you'd be surprised how many people don't like those words. And it just, you just give them the heebie-jeebies <laughs> and it's very, it's very funny. So 
to prevent you from to, to keep our listeners sanity i won't use those words again but my worries is that it's going to be very liquidy and it's not yeah. going to dry it's not like the top layer because it's exposed will dry up and get crispity crunchity but the the middle and the bottom layers are going to just be soup yeah. and this is going to this is going to this is going to fall apart Okay, so Star uh, uh, so Star so Star Wars first. We didn't know any. Okay, we'll have to so, we'll so, figure that out next week. So here's the thing with Dragon Ball Z Kai. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yes, Dragon Ball Z, and then back to TNG. And then back to TNG. Dragon Ball Z Kai um, was an update to it, and they were like, you know, we do have a lot of filler episodes. Mm-hmm. Let's go in and let's see what is kind of flashback content, sure. and, and we can just get rid of. It was they they brought it down to 170 episodes. That means somewhere around 100 entire episodes. Wow. Of Dra- the original run of Dragon Ball Z were just cut. Was just cut. So when it comes to One Piece and, and animes that have been going for a very long time, sure. I'm looking I'm just at like, you, Naruto. Naruto's another one. Bleach is another one. I'm just like, just I want them to end so that someone can say, all right, here's the good ones. Watch them all the way through. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna watch TNG, that's a great way to do it. If you haven't gotten into it, you, sure. get, you can get through best it of fast. the gist of best of or the gist of. I think that's what we should do. I think that's an I think that's another segment. That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity for a segment on the show. We're going to have the best of, welcome to the best of, or the gist of a podcast within the podcast. It's a, it's a podcast cast. Podcast cast cast. Pod podcast cast. I think I should have done more cheese. Whatever. No, uh, that's a lot of cheese. Well, on the other layers. Oh, no. Uh, more glue. Eh. Oh, okay. Actually, speaking of that glue to hold the thing together, I thought, okay, here's my thought. And this is going to do a thing. Here's my thought is, so when we're going to cut this open and, and it mooshes everywhere, my thought was is we probably should have used something like breadcrumbs. To add a little thickness? To, yeah, to, to stick it, to or like flour or something sure. to get it to congeal just a tiny bit more. Um, but we're going to do a thing. So, okay, the, the pie is ready. We'll post a photo of the pie on our Instagram and Twitter and on stuff like Insta. that. On the Instagram and everything. So we're throwing it in the oven. It's at 400. 25 minutes, I think. Oh, fuck, I got salsa on the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> salsa on the. What did you do? I Why twisted you... the cat back on the you container. Jerking like it a off. Buckhead. <laughs> Excuse me for close. I was like, you know, I could leave this lid out or I could put it where it belongs on top of the salsa like a good boy scout. And guess what I did? I stained the wall in my new house. <laughs> Paint job. As far as what would happen when you time lock. A, a part of your body, but not an entire part of your body. Mm-hmm. Okay, so three characters stuck in a one of the larger shuttles. You only see them a couple of times, sure. but it's the large set shuttles. Mm-hmm. Good and for so choice. they're flying exactly. Mm-hmm. They're flying uh, towards wherever their destination is, mm-hmm. and then they happen upon a field in space of uh, these sort of random time or time bubbles. Anti-chronotons. Yeah, sure. Oh. Not like that. No. No. That's I just, canon. I just watched Futurama. Anti-chronotons. So, um, they're Good little, news, right? everyone. In, in true sci-fi bullshit mm-hmm. sort of fantasy stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, time bubbles of varying sizes that have are either moving really, really fast or moving really, really slow. Mm-hmm. And so they do really fun shit like, uh, you know, as they're, as they're moving through one section of it of their ship mm-hmm. like super duper slow compared to everyone else so one character is just moving then stops and just stays there for like 25 seconds they're like oh they're stuck in a bubble which <laughs> they're moving through space which means the bubbles are probably moving through space so really what happened was they'd run into one of those and then like a set, whole an entire section of the ship was like i literally cannot move along with the rest of the molecules of and atoms of the rest of the ship moving so really it would just rip it apart wouldn't, but, yeah wouldn't that help but okay that would be that would be 
<laughs> oh no, we're running a time bubble. <laughs> oh, episode's done. <laughs> Wouldn't yes. that be scientifically correct? That's probably how that would go. Got it. But there's one point where I like how they use like some of the science of sci-fi. Right. They're Just like... the entertaining ones. <laughs> Just the entertaining bits of science. Not the boring ruin your whole story. Sure, not time. Neil deGrasse Tyson being like no, that's not how time would work. That's not. It's like, just, it's fun. Just let it be fun. Just Neil. shut up and let it be fun. Which I feel like he's yeah. finally laughing at himself about that. He's finally been like, ah, I was kind of an asshole. Well, the whole time. and okay, and and I and I read something. Vox just posted an article that he had a bunch of uh, ladies come out and. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Another well, hero is dead. Justice be done. Uh huh. If, if he fucked up, he deserves his punishment. Yeah, which is agreed that he, if he, I don't know, he groped some lady at a science con. Oh no. Don't get grabby at the conventions. <laughs> Don't, man, or something like that. Anyway, it's just, it's it's not a good story. And I'm like, come on, Neil. So there's one point where on the desk of the super ship, or whatever they're in, the, the conference ship. I'm going to call it the, the conference ship. Nope, super ship. Super ship? Okay, the, just the big one. Alliteration is better. Right. Always uh, alliterate. There's a bowl of potpourri, and I think one of the characters even goes, oh, who brought that potpourri? It's like, that was fresh fruit. I just put it out 15 <laughs> minutes ago. And then they go, what's going on? And one of them reaches for it. It is in a super duper... Much faster than our frame of reference for time. Oh, sure. Um, and so the fruit has rotted because even though it's only been there a couple of seconds by their perspective, ah, nice. it's been there for three months. So one of them puts their hand in there and they go, ah! It ages his hand. And it's super long, nasty fingernails <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. And, and I really like that idea. That's a, that's a very fun idea. But They did that in Hercules. Did they? Remember that? He uh, so Hercules oh, at the very end of Hercules, right? The pool. Yeah, yeah, he's swimming in the green water. He's swimming in the ghost water. The ghost water. He's swimming in the, the afterlife juice. <laughs> and Hades is like, ah, no touchy, right? And he like does it, and then his like weird wristlet suddenly gets big because he loses all bone density. Osteoporosis kicks in. It just <laughs> sucks him dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. So now, now we're in the waiting part where we get to joke and, and really shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna turn on the lights so I can see it. I kind of want a spoonful of the, the the ground beef mixture to taste to taste what it's gonna taste you like. Could. You could get a little bit of a lick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> ground beef and salsa. Yeah. I guess. Um, the cream of mushroom is an interesting I, additive to it. I, I'm not against it. I yeah yeah I've seen it used for like how to. You know, cr- create a, a sort of s- suspend things in a medium. What is a good one to just toss in? I feel like it's just tossed in, kind of like that, in a lot of recipes. Sure. Mixed results is what I would say. Yeah, yeah I feel like not- cream of stuff is that. Yeah, like if you're making a chicken dish, throwing in cream of chicken is a great way to up the chicken factor. Yeah, up the, up the chicken factor. Yeah. That sounds like, like I a get that. Japanese game show. Right, up the chicken. Okay, Japanese game shows. <laughs> Japanese game shows are the fucking best. You know one of, uh, one of my favorites? One of my favorites talk of the thing. is a room where something in the room is candy. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me it's called Candy Room. I don't know. We should, we can look it up. Oh, we can it's look good. it up. Okay? But all it is is something. you have a certain time limit. What is it? Is it like a curio shop or something uh, like that? It just made like like a, a hotel lobby, just a section of a hotel lobby. Okay. So this, you know doors. Yeah. And set the scene and, for this. And you know big tables, coffee tables, little table side tables. Okay. Is this like a game show like uh, Deal or No Deal, where there's no. like a thing and there's an audience, or is it like a real life, or like a oh, hidden oh. camera kind of game show or something like that? No, where... no, no. So it's sort of like it's it looks like a set. So it's okay. not like the full room. They'll remove two or three of the walls. Got it. 
uh, for it. Okay. So so it's there on this, but it's like Price is Right where there's a whole audience. Yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. Being like, no, not that one, do that one. And so it's like four, five, six people. I don't know what this the number of people good. there is. Oh, this is but a great idea. They have to. There's there's one, two, maybe a couple of objects mm-hmm. uh, in the room that are. I think candy, candy or specifically chocolate. Gummy or chocolate? No, I, I, the one I know is chocolate, and they have to find it. And really, the only way to do it is to <laughs> sort of touch it. Licking stuff? And then bite it or, or lick it. <laughs> That's and, a great... And I'm yeah. going to get a cold. Cause right, <laughs> right. And, and so it's really fun to just see full-grown adults. Yeah. Full-grown adults grabbing a book and, and <laughs> sniffing gently, it. <laughs> gently. Touching and Touching. trying to like bend oh, sure. it and be like, like this is oh, just... that's actually fu- that's ah, paper. Okay. Yeah, it's paper. Opening the book and being like, is this page? Is, <laughs> is this, this like? Is this a chocolate phone? Is this a? You know, <laughs> is this something a substance this similar to paper? Gummies. <laughs> and just like like sometimes they'll get d- doorknobs. Oh man. Just a doorknob and one guy. One of the classic little videos from it, which is how I discovered it, is this guy going into like bite a doorknob and apprehensive, apprehensive, and then. <laughs> gentle chomp and then it just breaks off and it's very obviously chocolate and he's like ah i got it <laughs> he's so pleased with himself uh, and i am so pleased for him secret chocolate right <laughs> that's a great what a great concept how would americans ruin that they would say <laughs> they'd give you three objects two of one is metal one is glass and the other is chocolate sure and then you don't have insurance. And so <laughs> you pick the wrong one and you, no, everything it's, it's fine. That you all have peanut allergies and you have to find the oh. thing with the, <laughs> Oh no. First one to lick the thing that has, you know, palm oil on it. And so <laughs> <laughs> die or don't die. Die or don't die. That's what it would be. Instead of secret chocolate, it's first one to use the EpiPen or something. First. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> How long? Like a eating spicy food. Who can who can get to the end? It's sort of like I my throat's not closed yet. It's not. It's fear, I can take this. It's a fear factor. <laughs> the medical edition. First one to pen up. First one to pen up loses loses. Right. That's a terrible game show. That's uh, that's so exploitative. Cheers. We can't do that. That's exactly what American television is though. Yeah. Is just yeah. How can we see people in pain? I mean, American Gladiators was great, but mm-hmm. if they had actually been killing each other, we would have gone full Roman. We did with but, with Russell Crowe. It was good. Right. He won a Oscar. That's what the word is. Uh, was oh, looking for. I was like, I don't from know that he, movie. Yeah, from that movie. It was best picture, best score. Yeah, he did he's good in that one. He did good. What else has he done? I ah, I like Russell Crowe in some stuff. He did. The, Everybody gives him crap for his singing performance in Les Mis. Les Mis. Everybody gives him garbage for that, and I I fully admit that. <laughs> It, it, like I think he did the best he could because he's not a singer. I just I don't think he does have a band. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my train uh, of thought. <laughs> sorry, excuse me. Sorry to literally derail you. Yeah, he has a, he has a band. I haven't listened to it. I can only assume it's fine. Um, uh, is it like a Steve Miller band cover? Because I feel like that would be Russell Crowe's jam. No, I think it, I, I don't know if his brothers are involved with it, but. There is like a band. They've, I've heard of them performing in places that matter. Weird. But I do think that's part of how he got the role. Okay. I can act. Also, I am uh, capable of singing. Capable of singing. I have the vocal ability to right. make sustained notes with my throat muscles. Right. Um, speaking of uh, speaking of people who also have bands, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, has I, a yes. jazz band. Yes. And I, apparently, and I this is unconfirmed, he plays piano. Like he plays yeah. jazz piano well, 
which I I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> Where does the fun stop with Jeff Goldblum? I don't know. It's, you find out. Oh, he's doing that. Well, that sounds awesome. That I'd sounds, love to. Yeah. Tell me more. I just want he, him to. Just he also use, does this. Oh, how nice! Ah, my favorite food. My favorite food. Yes. It's my favorite Patton. Um, not Patton Oswalt. It's a uh, Frank Kellyendo. Remember Frank Kellyendo? I do. Very popular. Hey, no, the do you show remember Frank TV? He, he did a, a like a live stand-up thing in the weird amphitheater, like the very small, used by. Like uh, high schools for their dumpy little plays. Oh, you've told me about yes. this. He did it here. He did it in in Draper, Utah. And I assume it's just sort of a like his agent was booking stuff. There was a free night, and they were like, "Well, this venue's open." Sure. I, I'm sure it was a very pragmatic decision, mm-hmm. but like Frank Caliendo used to be big shit when he I was. was like in middle school, high school. Oh, he was very funny. And now to like it was down the street, and I could have just stood out and, and I could have taken my dog for a walk and enjoyed a Freight Caliendo show and I still wasn't <laughs> I still really interested in it. it. Oh, anyway, wasn't feeling it. His his bit, Frank's bit about Jeff Goldblum as being like he could be 100% for something and then do a complete 180. Um, and so he talks about he's like Jeff, what's your favorite kind of hot dog? Ah, my favorite food, my favorite food. I love chili dogs, I love hot dogs, I love corn dogs. I love uh, cheese on dogs. Wait a minute. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> and you just think about how Jeff and his hands. That's why I think that's the most endearing part about Jeff Goldblum is he's always look he always looks like he's miming something. Something. He looks like he watched Labyrinth as a kid <laughs> and saw he the said, stuff ah. that Jareth did with the with the with the spheres and he's like I'm going to do that. I just Forever. I'm not good. At, I'm not actually good at that and so he in his own mind pretends Pretends to be juggling the spheroids, uh-huh. the the glass balls, <laughs> and that's just that's just the way he talks, and that's just it's just great because the Amazon preview video, right? So on the on the Amazon app, right, they have pictures of the item that you're gonna purchase, uh-huh. and so I looked up the Jeff Goldblum and the Lemony Snicket Orchestra. I don't remember the the person's <laughs> yeah. name, but it reminded me of that. Uh-huh. So. there's like a couple promotional photos and then there's a like a 30 second video and it's very interesting because it's not of him playing it's of jeff goldblum witnessing an orchestra (laughs) witnessing a jazz quartet play and he is like gently walking around them mimicking mimicking interpreting interpretive dancing what the sound makes him think of. It's just the weirdest video I've ever seen. <laughs> and I want to just buy the, the album. It's uh-huh. good. Anyway, I'm going to surprise a friend with it for Christmas. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yesterday, last night, very late at night, I rediscovered one of my most favorite things that the internet has ever given me. It's how many five-year-olds could you take in a fight? <laughs> This is what you sent me. We're going to post this link, too, on the Twitter. And you got to... It's good. It's a great... It's a good... You know, it's... Walk me through it. It's oddly empowering. It is. You know? Okay, so... The internet being a weird place where weird things happen. Someone got a wild idea in their head at some point. Because there's a couple of these now. When when I heard about it, there was really only one. But um, You prefaced the text message you sent me with, I'm, I, I'm sending this fully realizing it's in bad taste. <laughs> But it's a BuzzFeed quiz. It's a BuzzFeed. There's a couple others if you just Google mm-hmm. it. But I'll, I'll, you can take the same one that I took. It, you'll probably give in 
You're probably giving information to BuzzFeed, so... That's uh, fine. But if they don't already have it, they'll have a little bit they'll more about anyway. you. Somebody's, somebody's making a thing of it. So, how many five-year-olds can you realistically take in a fight? And so, it's... <laughs> that's, that's what it is. So, here's, here's the scene, okay? There's a certain number of five-year-olds that are trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Sure, you're on a playground somewhere. Sure. And a, a viral it's, outbreak... The rage virus takes over from You're in the Matrix, days. and the, the five-year-olds are actually Agent Smith yes. in Matrix Reloaded. Yes. Okay? <laughs> That's how it is. That's how it is. Okay? They're coming after you. They're going to kill you. All it does is ask you for a little bit of information, stuff like, you know— Number one, how would you describe your physique? Right? And, and it gives you pretty broad options, but it, they're, all the questions are really asking you, w- would you just let loose? Um you know what? What is they kind of look for your motivation? How you know? How far are you willing to go? Whatever this and that and this and that. And then based on what you put out, it gives you a you number. Get a number of how many times you could take out. Now a fight. for for proper testing and and uh, what is it called? And transparency. Research, research, research purposes. Yeah. I, I would love for them to include, you know, the question, and then at the end say you answered X. Based on that, because if they're just being silly, eh, okay, whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I plan to just take the number seriously because it's great. But it would be cool if they said, you know, if you are willing to use an unconscious or otherwise incapacitated five-year-old as a weapon, <laughs> based on your willingness to do that, sure. that increases the number of five-year-olds you could take mm-hmm. by six or something like that. Like if they, if they, I want to check it against something because I could be like, oh, but if I, if I'm willing to use one as a club, um. <laughs> I can I don't, tie two together on a pole and use it like... <laughs> See, what was funny was my wife was just like, oh, yeah, you can use one like a shield. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so, too. They're unconscious. Won't bother them sure, while it's happening, at least. I love that she, your yeah. tiny bird wife. <laughs> right. Right. I was like, <laughs> like yeah. Yes, it is a By shield. By the way, guess how many five-year-olds she could take. Oh, no. Tell how many. 18. What? <laughs> and she was like, Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's really the point, but it's a fun thought experiment. That's good. So, so I took mine and I didn't tell John my number. No. Nope. John texts us back and we both got 52. 52. 52. I could take on two classes of kindergartners. Two if need, large yeah, if choir need be, classes. If, yeah. If need be, I could take on, if it was a field day and two classes were just like, him, need die now. Okay. And they came after me. I don't know why they're scaven now, but I guess if 50 are taking on one, it follows the tactics, right? Yeah. No, they just smell blood in the water because they're sharks. Yeah. Yeah. I I fell over. He have toy. We take toy from him now. We take toy from blood. We Uh, we make blood into toy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It'd be rubbery. Stretch Armstrong. Um... (laughs) Stretch what arm I, blood. Oh. Stretch blood strong. Stretch there it is. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Stretch blood strong. That's uh, great. He was one of my favorite toys as a kid. That was good until I poked and, him with a pencil. No, I my got my guy. He got frozen. Uh, <laughs> he got frozen. Yeah, my guy got like stuck outside, outside in the winter, and then he came back and he was all cronkly and <laughs> cronkly. That's the only sound I could think of because he just he was destroyed. He was ruined. I like move his bicep and like oh, crunches nope. and chunks and I was nope. like, oh no, bad. He didn't have. He's not supposed to have bones. Some bad stuff. It's very. Tra- it was very traumatizing as a child. I, yeah. It like broke his arms and I'm like, oh, no. and I have to throw him. I have no. to throw a stretch away. Not very good. Fifty-two toddlers. Fifty-two. A, not toddlers. Five-year-olds. 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 Very much scared. That's just. That's that's a lot. A five-year-old. But again, it's it's empowering to know. If 50 of them come at me, I'm like... Got it. 
allegedly I can handle this. I know Kung Fu. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so I that was that was a blast. So I encourage you to take it. It's oh, a fun, it's, it's great. It's if you're an awful person, it's a fun time. If you're not an awful person, why are you listening to us? <laughs> the question number three: Have you ever actually beat up a five-year-old? <laughs> and and. <laughs> They leave it open-ended. I don't know how to answer that. Well, here's how I took question. it. Here's how I took it. When I was five, I threw down a couple times. Oh, okay? hey, I never thought of that. I thought of me 30, like a 30-year-old adult I am, like beating up a five-year-old. I'm like, no, I have No, not. no, no. That's what, I just see like, do you know, like, are you experienced with five-year-old tactics? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not experienced with tactics significantly older than that, <laughs> since at some point I realized you can talk yourself out of a fight. Ah, you can. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a huge swath between, like, 5 and 22 that I'm like, I don't know what they're going to throw at me. But 5-year-olds, I know they're bullshit tactics. I know it. I like one of the questions is, like, can you be climbed like a tree? I'd be like, <laughs> bring it. Bring it. Bring I'm, it. I'm a giant boy. No one's getting past my shoulders. <laughs> You're bringing your head into, stri- My, into the strike zone. Okay, and the best part was the best part was I think the best question was, or are you a man or a woman? And I was like, oh, I know the answer to this question because if you're a man, your points go down because you if you get hit in the nuts, like right, oh, if one of them kicks you in the nuts, okay, yeah, you're like you automatically have to like, oh, you go down, and then you got to you know a wave of toddlers comes on top of you and you're out, you're down <laughs> with the count. But I was like, if you're a lady. No, it's just, I mean, it, I, not that it doesn't hurt, but it doesn't probably be as it's crippling. It's not quite as in- incapacitating. Except we know with your superpower of getting kicked in the nuts, it's not I would jam. be worried. It'd be fine. I wouldn't be worried. It's good. You just go like, ow, that hurt, but I'm still standing. Right. Okay, so you popped, so the, so the deep dish calzone. Deep dish <laughs> Uh, the Mexican deep dish calzone. The 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 tortilla, the tortilla the, zone. The lasagna deep dish. Churro. I don't know. Quesadilla. Quesadilla. Uh, um, oh, no. It's like a Crunchwrap Supreme Crun- at this point. Crunchwrap Badish? I don't know. <laughs> Badish? I don't know. Badish? It's a badonk. It's just, badonk <laughs> is back. Okay. Uh, so we're leaving it in. I don't want to leave it in too long. I don't want the tortilla to get too burnt, but I want to get some moisture out of this. Uh, yes, so I want to make sure the cheese is super duper melted. I want to make sure it's sticky as hell because I have a feeling yeah. you're right. We're going to cut it and it's just going to kind of... It's going to... Yep. It's going to poop it's everywhere. It's going to leak it's, out man, not and not really mm-hmm. stick, but... This is going to get a little video gamey. So if you don't know a lot about video games, I'm going to try my best, but I don't care. If you don't enjoy this part, um, that's okay. You can skip ahead. A There's while, a skip 30 button. Yeah, Press yeah, yeah. it five or six times, see if we're still talking sure, about this. Yeah. But Tier Zoo is a YouTube channel. Here, let's pause for two seconds what? and then talk about something else randomly. So if somebody does skip it. It's a joke. It's them. in there. If they're like, oh, okay, I pressed it twice and I'm not talking about this game, this video game bullshit. We're being mean to our listeners. I know. It's, I love it. It's good. What are we going to talk about now? Right? No. No, no, no. So, Tearzoo, it's a YouTube channel. Okay. And so, if anyone has ever played a massively multiplayer game, the, you, this will make a whole lot of sense to you. If you haven't, this won't make any sense. But really, what he does is he talks about stuff in the world as if it was a video game. So every year is like a new edition of the game. Oh, interesting. So there is, you know, back in the uh, in version tw- 2014, mm-hmm. that's kind of how he refers to it. And so he takes like animal profiles as if they were like a character's oh, stat yes. okay. sheet. I watched... Okay, so the episode I watched... Watch? I watched the Seals versus Sea Lions. That's great. That's great. 
like like there's one that's like uh, geese and swans. They're the same type of animal. And so it talks about if you decide to be a goose player, if you try sure, to play yeah. the goose class, yeah. so a species, an animal is a type of class. It talks about strengths and weaknesses, you know. Is, are you a more intelligent animal? This is great. It's, it's, he, it, it, it was like if he took animals and were like, you could be this in your D&D game. Yeah. Uh, it was very good. It was very funny. So he was talking about the pros and cons of Zealand. It was it's the most hilarious one of the most hilarious it's, it's YouTube fully, channels I've watched because it was it was entertaining and it was also it was edutainment. Edu fucking It was hilarious. It's what I like is that he's fully committed to the joke. He never pulls out of character. Oh, no. The world is a computer like to him, the world is a computer simulation <laughs> and every living thing is just a player playing a different avatar, a different entity. It's so so let's we'll talk about like squirrels. If you were to play a squirrel character, what strategy would be the best? So it <laughs> talks about like squirrels just, you know, burying nuts and doing that, but it talks about it in, you know, gaming's like, you know, make sure to maintain a stash that is orderly and, and you're on your character map you have all of your your stash locations the the squirrel character has low intelligence and has a tendency to forget where things are buried you're just describing normal it's normal squirrel funny. behavior I, I definitely think if you if you don't even have anything video game related i guess you'd be lost no i mean if, think so? I, I think if you were if you were absolutely anti-video game in every aspect you've never picked up a video game you've never done anything with it then it might not make any sense. But if you have if you have kids or if you have anybody that's even remotely Or if you like fun. Yeah, if you like fun. It's a hilarious oh, I watch it. We'll post we'll post a link somewhere uh, of Seals versus Sea Lions in the YouTube channel Tier Zoo. T I E R Z O O. It's good. It was very good. And that was highly unexpected to, to get that in my messages. It's a good kind of dumb shit that's uh -huh. on the internet. That's it's, it's very positive. Yeah, it's just a fun time. Very wholesome. It's meaningless fun time. Meaningless fun time. Okay, I'm going to let this cool because this is hot Oh, shit. yeah, you pulled it out of the oven and it's been 400 for I half an hour. picture time. So here's what we'll do. We'll do uh, the recipe calls for sour cream and a couple other things on top of it. And I think we'll just do it on a per slice basis. Sure. I'll take a tiny little bit of it. But otherwise, no, we don't need to do the whole pie covered in sour cream. All right, we're going to let it cool for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, something like that. We'll be back, okay? Okay. It has cooled. It probably won't burn us like boiling hot lava. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except I know you just love to burn Oh, yeah, tongue. no. I it's just... bizarre. You could I could pull something out of the oven. And I'm like... <laughs> and, 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 and I'll be like, okay, guys, it's really, really hot. And, and John I'm already will, eating it. He will, he will barehanded grab it and put it on his tongue. And I can hear his tongue sizzling, and I'd be like... Do you want to wait? And, and he's no. like, I've committed. I've committed. I committed. I did it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I can hear and smell his flesh yep. burning. It's good. I just like that sort of. I'm a masochist in that one. It's... That one little aspect is fine. So you got your little uh, pie cutter, pizza cutter thing. Pie cutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How you? How you? How's it cutting? It's really easy to cut. Might be mushy. Might be mushy. But we left it in for a good long time. Yeah. Let it get nice and crispy. To get it nice and crispy. Do you want? How should I cut it? Like I'll do it. In yeah, just sticks. cut it into just cut it into pie slices. This is fine. So the top tortilla looks pretty stiff. It the does. Others the others get are really... not putting up a fire. So I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be. It's about to be a thing, isn't it? Tortillas are. You can't trust them. <laughs> when you're cutting them, sometimes they'll be like, "You <laughs> cut me," but it's just like, no, all you did was was slightly cut slightly. into the top. Four layers, but twenty more remain, and you can't like get it to separate. <laughs> Six thousand holes. Yes. From that one episode of Futurama, right? That's great. You can't trust tortillas. They're the snitches of the. Right. 
the crying with Tortilla. See? Oh, you see? Uh, look at that. Look, you lift up that whole slice, that whole piece of, that whole side of the pie. Okay. The top tortilla. It holds. Cook, it holds. It holds. It's holding. Okay. All right. All right. One point. MamaMia.com or what's what? the website? Thousand Temecula, Tem- Temecula blogs. Thousand dollars in Temecula. No, thousand uh, <laughs> dollars. Oh, that's the that's the sequel to that Johnny Depp film. Uh, when uh, something days in Mexico or whatever it was. Oh, a hundred days in. I don't know. Oh, we're gonna dishes. Well, dishes is fine. <laughs> Once upon a time in Mexico. Maybe is that I it? Think that's what I think that's what I'm talking about. A thousand nights in Temecula. One night in Mexico. <laughs> Oh, this is good. Tell me how hey, you want these, me are to... uh, these are fine. There we go. Uh, I have very blunt forks. This... Sorry. Well, blunt the knives. Remember that from The Hobbit? <laughs> oh, the... <laughs> blunt is... the knives, bend the forks. That whole stupid when... song where they yeah. just they just piss off Bilbo <laughs> by being like, it's... "We're a shitty house guests." I mean, it really was just like a list of how to make white people angry. I know. I was really. I'm like, this is not a good song. This yeah, is it's... a very bad song. This is very. Anyone who's OCD is probably freaking the yeah, fudge out right now. Dying. They're extremely angry. Like, no, that's my grandmother's china. No, like, no, just respect my stuff. Stop it. I know that you're not breaking any of the things. That's hilarious. But don't hit it with your elbows. Right. You're probably weakening the structural integrity as we speak. It's, it's one of those. You probably can, uh, you know, but, you know, yeah. hacky sack your way through the dishes. Maybe you shouldn't though. But you could also just use your hands. You could put them away. Like, yeah. Freaking. You could lift it with one genial of person and in then some kind of place and. No, no, the elbows, old, elbows, knees, the, kick, kick, like what is that? Like your, like your, like no your pele or whatever. They're getting mad at him for getting mad at them for being assholes. They're like, oh, Bilbo Baggins hates us one more dicks. <laughs> like, well, you're being you're dicks. being dicks. And like, you're just fucking around with my silverware. You invite yourself my family in. for four hundred years, you perhaps, assholes. Perhaps it's the Texas in me, but but there's a very strong sort of like, if the signature place, tread lightly, wide lips, wide lips. <laughs> Coming back to the wide lips. Ten-gallon lips. No, but like, you know, the whole Texas thing, if you're on my property, you can just say, hey, get off my property. And if they say no, you can shoot them dead. You can shoot them dead. It's kind of, it's convenient in that way. Uh Um, I mean, it's bad when that happens. It's bad. Sad story. Every year, there's always like some European or someone Uh who has no concept of Texas Uh who decides, oh, okay, I'm going to hop fences or I'm going to run across this this piece of land. Inevitably, they get shot. They sometimes get them, they get get themselves shot. Sometimes they get died. But it's just like it's Texas. We we a lot of the world knows about the place. So it's uh-huh. like if you show up and you haven't and you don't know. There was an episode of SpongeBob about it. You should have learned. Hey, it. There is, there is, and so it's just like, oh man, we're gonna eat this. I, yeah, I can't get a fork. Yeah, it mooshed well. It cut. It's tortillas. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Hey, not bad. Good ground. It tastes beef. pretty good. It tastes pretty good. I like this. I think I think salt and pepper would have been too much. There's already enough other contributors Stuff. to all those flavors. Right? I think I mean it probably could have used like a a pinch of salt or something, sure. like that, which is fine, or like a, and a pinch of black pepper or whatever it was. But I mean I salt and pepper everything. Right. So it's it's whatever. I I would say if if I knew someone was making this, I would not. If I was going over to someone's house and I knew they were making it, I would not stop somewhere beforehand. I would not stop by the gas station. Yeah. I wouldn't swing by a McDonald's sure. or something. And, and pre-game, because I know I'm Pre, not going to... Pre-game. <laughs> before I go to some, some dinner shindig. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be disappointed to hear that this This isn't bad. This isn't bad. And this probably could be made better by a bunch of this stuff. I mean, this has the chilies and everything, but if we added... This could add jalapenos, or this yeah. could add... You could get weird with it, and it would still be fine. You could get weird with this. If you did even, like, enchilada sauce, maybe it might even go... 
Red I thought and about it. Enchilada sauce. We still have leftovers oh, from the uh, cran turkey oh, enchilada. No. So I thought about it, but I was like, no, 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 stick to the recipe. Stick to the recipe. If we fuck with the recipe too much, then we'll be like, this wasn't good. And then rightfully, the audience could be like, well, you dicked around with it. Okay, that's what so, you get. All right, my first impressions yeah. are, um, it's moosh. It is very mushy. So it's, it's good. It's I mean, don't get me wrong. The ground beef is delicious. The cheese is delicious. But the tortillas really turn to nothing. Yeah, the tortillas aren't there for anything. They're not. Which makes me think, okay. Toast them beforehand? If, yeah, maybe if we crisp the tortillas heavily. O- oil them up and crisp them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oil I can see them that. fry a Cause, tortilla? Because all the mush will soften them again. Uh-huh. But... They'll also You'll have some still flavor. get a little bit of integrity be versus this. There. They're already soft, so they become even softer. Right. And they pretty much disappear. Yeah. Versus if, yeah, if we fried the tortillas and had a really crunchy tortilla and then layered it and then softened that crunchy tortilla, that <clears> might <throat> actually make this, that might make this really good. Cream of mushroom is a little weird. Oof. Oof. Uh, so, okay, mad. so... I understand what the cream of mushroom is there to do. Sure. I feel like you could accomplish it with something else. Without the mushroom. Yeah, I don't feel like this is necessary to the recipe. Now, the other piece is, so uh, being moosh, anybody who has issues with food texture, right, Uh would not, can't, I don't, this is not a... Yeah. No, this is not something that I would like. Yeah, you could have this, no, don't. This is, it's, it's a, it's thick soup, almost. (laughs) And we know how you feel about soup. We, we gave the soup a cheesy skin. <laughs> oh, no. It's pudding skin. <laughs> pudding <Soup> skin. skin. <laughs> Soup skins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, thumbs up, thumbs down. This is thumbs up. The I Washington Soup up. Skins. Um, uh, <laughs> more viable. More socially viable, more than, socially the viable than the current name. I'll give it like a like a half thumbs up, I guess. it's it's It could use some tweaking. Yeah. Just a little bit. But it isn't bad. And for actually how simple the recipe is. What was it? Brown the ground beef. Put in the cream of mushroom. Or, sorry, get, put in a little bit of spice. Really all it asked for. Yeah. It asked for actual onions, but the uh, salsa that uh, I have has Already tons had of onions. onions. So, yeah, we didn't so, need to double up on the onions, So, I didn't want to go too crazy. Uh, put in some onion powder, because that's what it asked that's for. That's a good sub, for put sure. Put in a little cumin, just so there's a little more going on there. Sure, a little more taco seasoning. Yeah. To give it a little more his, there wasn't like, anything, Mexican flavor. Yeah, it wasn't anything terribly Hispanic, no, Hispanic about, it, about it. other because, than it was just, like, cheese and ground yeah, beef. Yeah, so the... the cream of mushroom being thrown in uh, really white people ified it uh-huh. then putting the salsa in putting the salsa juice putting the salsa bits in putting yeah, yeah. the cheese on uh, you could have put chilies on it uh-huh. um, you could put jalapenos it, and it stuff said, it said optional and we were like eh, well let's not you could probably really do like if you did even if we did fried corn tortillas this might be really good ooh that this would hold be, so much better yeah I think this might be really good instead of flour tortillas no don't get me wrong I love Flour tortillas over corn tortillas, or over corn tortillas, but that'd have a better crunch. But fried fried corn tortillas would probably do a much better job in this recipe. So I'm gonna give it a half thumbs up in the sense that if you tweaked it a little bit, it would be really good. But as it stands, it's it's weak. It's uh, it's weak. Now flavor wise, what do you got? I mean, I'm eating this. So so this is the five to negative five. Yeah, five to negative five. Um, I give it a two. Like it's not. I'm gonna like. I don't have any plans for dinner, so this is this is. Yeah, this I'm is okay actually, with this being my dinner. 100. percent This is actually one of those things that I'm like. I I don't think I'm gonna have to go get food after this. Yeah. Because it was that's what's happened every time. We've had to like <laughs> stop by McDonald's or stop by somewhere and get food because we're just both starving. Right. And especially with Emily because she's had. Uh, um, she can't do any spice. I mean, so most of the, like the quesadilla couldn't have the cream turkey enchilada couldn't have. 
and everything. This is pretty mild. Yeah. I mean, I did get mild salsa, but, you know, sometimes... Well, hey, and that would be another thing, too. If you made your own salsa, it'd be really good. We used mild pace salsa, which is always a great standard to go by. But if you made your own salsa, right, it would do a thing. If If you spiced it up or anything, right, you could put a little... You could put jalapenos or habaneros or something sure, like that. Sure, you could heat this up. This yeah. could be a fantastic, uh, oh. if you're a f- spicy person and you want to impress people, this is like a spicy casserole that you could throw at people. Yeah, a very spicy, if, unique take on a casserole. If you think you're a spice lord and, and your friends think you guys are spice lords, this could be a fun way to oh, yeah. have a meal that spice lords can uh-huh. enjoy. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm impressed. Two, what, what number did you get? Um, I'm going to do the same. You're going like to go with the two? two? Like maybe two and a half. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. It is so far the best thing we've made. You think so? Yes. I'm more impressed by the cran turkey enchiladas. Uh, I was in, but that's because we. I mean, my standards were rock bottom with that. <laughs> like, well, we. I was suspicious when we were making it. This one, like all Mexicans, thought he committed double homicide. Right. And he was he's framed for the murder. So you're all wow. Right. Right. No. What a one way trial. What a twist. Law and order should just forego any suspicion about the. First or second suspects. We know it's after that we'd have the suspect. <laughs> yeah, like all next guy in the bar. Yeah. Oh, Tony, he works here Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. And it was like, the victim was killed on a Monday. <laughs> he had he had time to do it. Sure, he had the overnight shift and the cameras were down last night behind the... The temple line! <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> anyways. So... Yes, I was impressed by the cran turkey enchilada because of the cranberry and enchilada sauce mixture being surprisingly delicious in its own way. But for pure enjoyment and flavor, I think this is the best thing we have made so far. I'm impressed. Yeah. I like it. But also, again, it's one of those things that... With Mexican food, it's just yeah eight ingredients, sort of done a little differently, but they're all the same sort of thing sure. together. What's, I mean... So are we surprised that this happens to taste good? No. 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 I'm glad. Pretty much every piece of it tastes good by itself. Each piece of it tastes yep. good together. Yep. You know. Again. It's cooperative. Yeah, it's carbon. It's, and it bonds to anything. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Nye. But you're right. This is... Uh, how much of a variation... I mean, this is like sort of a quesadilla. Kind of a burrito. Yeah. If it had salad... If, if it had lettuce and pico de gallo, it would be a tostada. It's one step away from being nine different things. Yeah. Really. In any one direction. It's like uh, when you go to this. Have you ever seen those maps when they show like when you were a kid and they, you'd open your science book and they show like the the cross section of the Earth where it'd be like the surface, the mantle, <laughs> the, the core, the crust, the, the crust. Yeah, right. And then the map core, would be yeah, yeah. So the map Satan. would be <laughs> no Ganesh. I always would. <laughs> it's the Simpsons episode. Ganesh is running. He's flipping all the switches and stuff like that. He's got it's the great. arms to do it. <laughs> he's got the arms and to a do trunk. It. That guy had too many arms. Too many arms. I mean, more power to him. <laughs> It's a joke because that's a representation of power. <laughs> Having that many arms. <laughs> so, uh, I just love how much you know about Indian and I know, Hindu culture. I know the, a lot about a, about stuff I shouldn't know anything I, it's about. It's good because you're all the Bhagavad Gita last episode. And I'm like, what the fuck is... I'm sorry. You both have pronounced it correctly. I'm a double threat. <laughs> Triple threat. I'm ugly and smart. <laughs> smart. But the cross-section of the, the, the earth, right? And then I remember when there was a one book as a kid, map and the little quotation by the side of the map was like, if you go to the center of the earth, every direction is up. Yes. Which is, I saw another thing today, which was, if you go to Antarctica, every direction is yeah. north. Except for one spot, every direction is north. Except for one, every <laughs> direction is north. And so you're like, oh, interesting. So that's this. 
any, <laughs> any direction you take this, it becomes it's, another Hispanic dish of yeah. some sort. Like uh, it's and a, a valid li- one. Yeah, yeah. Well, a cream mushroom is weird, but whatever. Yeah, that's fine. That's a throwaway ingredient at best. You can find us online, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. You can find us on Twitter at One Pan Podcast and on Instagram at One Pan Podcast. This is Ben, the One Pan Podcast. I'm John. Thanks for joining us. I'm Bryce. It's been a great time. The sometimes the food's funny. Us, not so much. <laughs>